Hello, I'm Pastor Isaac Hammond from Knee Lake United Methodist Church at 1755 Thomas Deplin, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70802. And we're here with the seed of the day, and we hope that this seed can bless you and help you throughout eternity. There's a word for us today that can help us during the spirit of our life and during the season of our life. And we have a word that comes from God that can help us stay encouraged and teach us not to give up. Don't let nobody push you to take off your anointing. Don't let nobody push you and agitate you to take off your power in the presence of God. Don't let nobody turn you around from praising God and following Him and worshiping Him. Or in the scriptures in 1 Samuel, the 22nd chapter, the Bible tells us about a man by the name of David who was not yet king yet. He had been anointed at an early age and he had favor on him. And the old king, um, Saul, who uh, had got out of line with God, and the favor of God was no longer upon him, but it was on David. And because of this, that God favored David more than he favored Saul, there was a jealousy factor between the two. Saul was jealous of David. He hated him. He wanted to kill him. Some people are going to dislike you all because you love God, all because of who you are, not um, that you're doing anything to hurt them or agitate them or anything against them. They're just not going to like you because they see God in you and they would love to have that presence, that anointing, uh, that education, that knowledge, that uh, favor that experience whatever God has placed in your life that's a blessing. They don't understand how you can have it, and they are jealous of you. Not only that, the devil is jealous of you also because you have dominion over this world, and God has given you his favor and his anointing and his presence, presence over you. So the devil is not in agreement with you either. But in 1 Samuel, the 22nd chapter, we see where David is on the run from King Saul. And the word gets out that David is on the run, and there are some fellows who have some issues in their lives that they owe some debt, some problems. So they join forces with David and go out to the wilderness and join forces with him, about 400 of them to be exact. And Saul, who is king, he finds out that David is out there in the wilderness and he's trying to send people and find out where he is to go and kill him because of his anointing and his power and his, the presence of God being on his life. And so King Saul goes to a city called Nob. And when he gets there, he finds um, some people that are in fellowship with David. And they like David, and they, they know that um, David is Saul's son-in-law. He's married to the king's wife. And so they treat David kindly. They treat David with respect, and they look out for him. 
And so Saul gets angry at them because they looked out for David. And they he said they were conspiring against him because they were showing favor to his enemy. Why is it that some people won't like you because you don't mistreat their enemies? You may be good friends with one of their enemies and they hold grudges against you. That's exactly what Saul was doing. And so he sends his men to go to Noah and those priests that helped David by feeding him and praying for him and looking out for him. He tells his men of Edomite to take their swords and kill all the priests in the whole city of Noah. And they were reluctant to do it because they said, King, we can't kill the people of God, the, the men of God, the worshipers of God, the, uh, those that carry the anointing and the word of God. So he found some other people to do it. And he told them to kill those priests. And not only the priests, but their wives, their animals, their children, and everything about them, kill them and destroy them. And they did it. It was 86 priests in that city. And in 1 Samuel, the 22nd chapter, uh, beginning with verse number 20, out of all 86, only one of the sons of Amalek, the son of Ahu, named Abadah, escaped and fled after David. So only one priest hmm, out of 86 made it out alive. Saul was losing his mind and he had those men take the sword and kill all the men of God. Those that did the rituals and the worship and conducted the service in the temple. The preachers, the one that carried the word of God and the anointing of God. The worshipers and the praisers of Almighty God. He killed 85 out of 86 and only one Abitur made it out. And so Abitur fled on foot and he carried his ephod. The ephod was the priestly attire. When they would go to worship service, all the priests would wear their ephod. And on that linen ephod was the 12 stones of Israel. It was their praise attire, their worship attire, what they used when they were serving God and working in his holy temple. And the Bible says only one out of eight or six fled and made it. And where did he go? He went to go see David. And David said unto Abitur, I know it that day when the Edomites were there that he would surely tell Saul and I'll occasion the death of all the persons of my father's house. Abide thou with me, fear not, for he that seeketh me life seeketh thy life, but he, but with me, thou shalt be in safeguard. So David is saying, Avatar, stay with me. Uh, I know he killed all 85 of your friends and your fellow priestly and your um, attire and all those that served in the temple with you, but stay with me and you shall receive a safeguard. 
and you'll be safe in the eyes of God and in the hands of God. And then in the very next chapter, chapter 23 of 1 Samuel, David goes off to fight with some of the Philistines. And he seeks God's wisdom. Every time you do something in your life, seek God. Don't move without asking God should you pursue it. Don't open no business. Don't open uh, uh, anything in your name. Don't move a new job, a new location, a new experience of life, a marriage, or anything without seeking the direction of God. That's one thing David did. Everything he did, he sought God. And so while he's fighting these Philistines and he goes down into the woods and begins to fight them and God says, I'm going to hand them over to you. And he did that. And David and his men destroyed these Philistines. But the word got out to King Saul that David was in the wilderness and where he was located. And so Abitar, that one priest that made it out the city, he comes in verse number six of 1 Samuel 23rd chapter to see David. And it came to pass when Abitar, the son of Amelia, fled to David and Caleb, that he came down with an ephod in his hand. That says a whole lot. This priest should have been wearing his priestly attire. He should have been wearing his praise robe, his worship robe. But because the enemy, King Saul, had killed all the other priests, Abitur was not wearing his anointing of God. Don't let the enemy scare you up enough that you act like you don't know God. He was carrying the ephod, what he should have been wearing, his linen attire, but he was carrying it in his hand. Oh, I'm pretty sure he was scared. Eighty-five of his friends had been killed. His, all the other priests in his temple were dead, and their wives, and their, their animals, and children. So I'm pretty sure he was um, a little bit afraid because he knows Saul is looking for David somewhere around in the wilderness. So as he's walking to the wilderness, he felt he didn't want to get caught. But you should not be ashamed of your relationship with God. Don't let somebody or something separate you from the love of Jesus Christ. Either you're going to be with God when the storm is coming or with God when the rain is falling. But if you want to be with God in the sunshine, you need to be with God in the storms of life also. He took off his linen ephod and was carrying it in his hand. I guess he would have dropped it if Saul would have came across him and act like he was somebody else. Don't let the devil shift you like wheat where you don't want to praise because you're scared it might offend your enemy. Don't be afraid to worship God because you're going through a sickness or you're embarrassed in front of your friends, your co-workers, your neighbors, your family, yourself. 
where you can't lift your hands up in front of God and acknowledge God. The Bible says that Jesus himself said, if you deny me here on earth, I shall deny you in front of my father who sits in glory. Don't live a whole lifetime acting like you know Jesus. And when you get in front of him, he says, remove yourself from me, you worker of iniquity, for I know you not. Don't let somebody cause you to take off your ephod, your holy attire, and become part of the crowd. Peter did it the night that Jesus was portrayed. He acted like he didn't even know Jesus and denied him three times. Are you denying Jesus in your life today? Put your ephod back on and walk boldly as a child of God. Because David said, let me grab the ephod. And he went and consulted God and God told him and gave him an answer to go and fight. God will use somebody else if you're embarrassed or you don't want to be part of him. I'm going to say a prayer today. And I'm going to say it, if you believe in faith, I want you to say this prayer along with me. All God asks is that you repent of your sins and turn from your way. Repent means to turn 180 degrees from what you're doing and come back to God. You tried man's method, now try God's method. Come back home before winter. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I believe that Jesus is your son. I believe that Jesus sits at your right hand. Forgive me, Lord, of my sins, things I did knowing and unknowing that wasn't pleasing with you. Lord, wash me, cleanse me, create in me a clean heart, and renew a right spirit within me. I believe that Jesus gave the Lord's Supper I believe that he died on the cross of Calvary the next day for my sins. I believe he was placed in a borrowed tomb, but early that Sunday morning, got up with all power in his hand. I believe. Let me be part of the holy family of God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. We love you at Neely. We're praying for you. Stay encouraged. And remember, keep a smile on your face for that smile may be blessing somebody along the way. Be blessed.